I'm Natalie Van Hav. I'm the head of education at the European Hematology Association. And my name is Martin Treiling. I'm a clinician from Munich and then heavily involved in clinical lymphoma research, being represented at EHA as a board member as well as one of the chairs of the EHA League, the special group lymphoma in within EHA. So today we're discussing economic sustainability of uh, CAR-T. Um, Martin, can you, and we know CAR-T can be extremely effective, but we also know that it's, uh, it's quite expensive. How expensive is a single infusion of uh, CAR-T cells? This is a very uh, important question because, um, yes, it's very expensive and I will come up to the numbers. On the other hand, it's a one-shot therapy. So we have to consider that if we are comparing to other ongoing treatments to have the total bulk of, of costs. So what about these costs? It's an individualized treatment and therefore we're talking depending on your individual country uh, on costs of a couple of 100,000 euro. So in, in, in Germany, for example, we're talking between 250 and, and 300,000 euro just for the compound. And on top of that, of course, there is some, some inward care of our patients. So to be honest, it, it's really challenging also when you look from the system, the health system perspective, um, it's, a, it's a very high challenge. On the other hand, and this is if you want an ethical dilemma, uh, we started in patients where there is no hope for cure, third line diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. So these patients previously were lost. Now they have a reasonable chance, not all of them, but meanwhile we're talking about, uh, um, let's say, um, approximately, uh, well, a little bit less than half of the patients who do achieve a long-term remission mm -hmm. and okay. potentially cure. Absolutely, that's very important. Um, so you mentioned the cost of the, uh, you, you, you mentioned additional costs after the infusion. So, uh, yes, it's a one-time treatment, but of course then there are other uh, costs. So the total cost of treating one patient with CAR T-cell, I guess it would depend on complications, potential complications, but on average? So just to give you a rough idea, I would estimate it's between 350,000 and 400,000 euro. Yeah. Um, we started when we had our first steps. It was uh, also, let's say, a steep learning curve from 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 clinical side. Okay. Um, and at that time, it was almost half a million. Now we have reduced that, but this is still. I mean, could you consider how many patients have to pay their monthly, mm -hmm. uh, um, really, money to get one patient be treated? Yep. Yep. Now we talked about the cost for one patient, but. If you take, you know, the Europe, at the European level, uh, what is and how will the burden, the financial burden of treating patients with uh, CAR-T, uh, what is it going to look like in the next few years? So far, it's moderate. And, and we did some, some, some calculations about the current cost for the health system. Mm -hmm. uh, but one has to be honest, we are talking so far of selective indications, mostly in relapsed aggressive lymphoma. Um, we do now have also an indication mantle cell lymphoma, mm -hmm. and just recently it had been also registered in follicular lymphoma. But all of these are somewhat counted as rare disease according to the EU definition. 
Now this approach is being expanded to other kinds of diseases in, for example, multiple myeloma, which is more frequent. And um, it's even, you know, expanded to other kinds of disease like uh, acute myeloid leukemia. So my personal perspective is that we're going to move away more and more from chemotherapy to these targeted treatments and the immune system is an incredible efficient weapon against cancer. On the other hand, um, we have to be very conscious about these costs and we have to be definite on the indication to treat single patients with these expensive compounds. And how does it uh, work on a different country uh, perspective? It's totally different, the system. So for, for example, in, in Great Britain, um, there are about eight centers who are qualified uh, to, to perform this kind of treatment. And all of these patients have to run through a central review, a central review committee. So essentially a couple of people are, have to review all of this, where the indications are really you know, rocket hard. In Germany, we have a slightly different system. We have a lot of card, just to, to give you an idea about the spectrum. Yep. Um, we have about 20 to 30 university centers, uh, which are um, feasible to perform this kind of treatment. But each time it has to undergo a certain uh, sequence of measures. And so first of all, it's very important to have a look at the patient to get a, you know, a really clinical feeling, is he fit enough? That's really the first thing. Second thing, it has to be discussed in an heme on board, really together with all experts. And only then we're able to apply individually for the patient to the health insurance. Okay. And they compare the, the, the patient features to the patients being included in the registration trial. And only if it fits one-to-one, -one, then we get the green light by the health insurance. Now, I think it's a fair system to really justify this expensive treatment. On the other hand, I told you mostly we are ta uh, taking care of aggressive lymphoma. And, and the current challenge is really to bridge this period, because then you only harvest T-cells, it has to be processed, which takes another three weeks. So finally, all together, currently, for example, in our institution, and we try to further speed up, but in our institution currently, uh, it, it's almost six to seven weeks we need until the patient can be definitely treated. Yeah. So patient selection is extremely important because you have to make sure that your patient can wait those six to seven weeks. Absolutely. And, and we, what we try to do, we try to educate our, uh, you know, our per peripheral partners of our network uh, to educate them um, to refer patients as soon as possible mm -hmm. once uh, the progress or relapse is being uh, oh. confirmed. Okay. Because that is the time period we have to bridge somehow. Mm -hmm. So, um, can you tell us uh, about budget impact analysis? What does it mean? So. I, I, I told you already we have different perspectives, let's say the individual patient perspective, which is totally different than the, uh, the view from the health system. Of course. And therefore you, you try to calculate the additional cost for the whole health system and how 
the impact of CAR T-cells is. Now this is based on the current pricing. This is, a, um, and we collected the data, uh, as I said, on top of the pure compound, which is related, and that's from inward treatment, that's also related to, to um, unemployment or, or, or not being able to, to, to work and so on and so forth. And to take this uh, uh, in consideration as, uh, let's say, the burden to society or specifically the health system. And we did that. And we also calculated for the next future, uh, estimating increased application of CAR T cells. And what we have sent, so in medicine, it's always important to, to refer to quality, so to, to improved overall survival of our patients. Uh, so far, uh, the additional cost seems to be quite reasonable. Okay, well, that's good to know. So in, you mentioned the LBCL. What is, how do you estimate what is going to happen in the next five years uh, in terms of, you know, uh, treatment for these patients and the impact that it will have? Well, first of all, it's, as I said, a curative approach for a little bit less than half of the patients, patients which were previously lost, which is great news. So it's always, is it the glass half full or half empty, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but we still have room for improvement. So that is the medical side. When you ask me about the financial implications, and also I'm not talking only about the cost of the compound, but you need some infrastructure. So CAR T cells, for the time being, at least aggressive lymphoma, um, will be performed on special wards. So in our institution, for example, um, this is being done on an intermediate care um, unit. And we do know that for, so far for legal reasons, in fact, patients have to be inward for about 10 days we, because we know after one shot therapy, toxicities, side effects occur early. And you have to provide this as well. Um, and the other thing is, um, you might say, well, if the numbers count up, it will be more and more expensive. And we know from real life, there's almost nothing becoming cheaper, right? On the other hand, um, there is already the next candidate in line waiting, and, and that's by specific antibodies. And that uh, solves a lot of these problems because it's not an individualized uh, production of uh, the medicine, which makes it uh, at least theoretically much cheaper. Uh, we now have also here at this meeting have seen a lot of uh, results confirming the value of, of biospecifics. So, if you ask me where do, are we going to stand in 10 years from now, I, I think autologous transplant is an incredible step forward. But I, I do believe, although not uh, knowing, that in 10 years we will have additional approaches, allogeneic uh, um, CAR T cells, which should be also easier to apply, mm -hmm. reducing the waiting time for the patient and thereby solving a lot of clinical problems as well as by specifics, uh, taking them off the shelf and being able to treat our patients okay. right away. So what I understand is that you're likely to treat more and more patients. However, you have a system in place already and there are new treatments that will potentially reduce the cost, at least of the initial uh, phase of treatment. And the patients may not have to wait as long uh, because you have an off-the-shelf product, right? Which, in the end, will probably help too in terms of prognostic and post-treatment care. That's our hope. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, how many carting uh, patients actually remain in remission and how many of them are likely to require uh, treatment for complication? And, and is that taken into account in all the analysis that are done right now? That's an important point. So initially, we, we just were staring at, at uh, two specific side effects which occur very early. The mm -hmm. one is the infusion-related inflammatory syndrome, mm -hmm. the SIRS, and the other one is uh, neurological side effects, also immunological-driven ICANs. And both of them more or less occur within the first 10 days and then they're off. Um, now, having more experience with that, we now uh, no, we can avoid at least higher grade three, four toxicities by earlier intervention, which is good, uh, uh, you know, good news for our patients. On the other hand, we also have observed that there is sometimes ongoing um, uh, myelosuppression. Low leukocyte counts uh, um, is the major challenge, maybe uh, sometimes lower thrombocytes and, and of course, then you have to have some kind of supportive care of these patients, at least ongoing for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be that when it comes for the overall impact on this kind of disease, that this is more and more prominent. Okay. What about CRS? Because that sh can happen even further down the line, even than uh, the, the other complications you mentioned. Well, the, 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 uh, the cytokine release syndrome is mostly, luckily, within the first few days. Okay. And therefore, so right after the one-time application, and, and therefore, meanwhile, um, we can easily manage it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I already mentioned we, we, we give corticosteroids. We also have a, um, a specific uh, um, drug, tocilizumab, uh, which, which is, is uh, compensating and, and, and you know slowing down in this inflammatory mm -hmm. uh, progress and, and by that by earlier intervention we are pretty much well off so it still occurs mm -hmm. yes that's true yeah we are more exper uh, experienced uh, we early apply the drugs so in my opinion yes in the beginning that was a major challenge but now with the learning curve clinical management uh, became much easier yeah. Um, one last question. Do you think, we know that HTA is their health technology assessment, and we know that there is an upcoming pan-European uh, plan of having a common uh, process for HTA. Is that going to affect uh, CAR-T treatments? Well, definitely. Uh, we don't know yet in which direction, though. So. It, it's setting up a, a whole new system, a European system, and it makes perfect sense, don't get me wrong. Um, and in fact, we can maybe learn a little bit from our colleagues in Great Britain, which have, who have already established uh, this kind of system for a while. Um, I'm involved in the first steps of that. And in fact, yes, re-evaluation of CAR T cells is one of the first steps. And it will be a very interesting what impact this, the implementation of this new platform uh, will have. Is there a risk that for some patients, CAR T cell, a CAR -T cell treatment is approved uh, from the point of view of the regulators, but may not be uh, reimbursed because of HTA? Well, it's fair to say. So it's, um, 
we're talking Europe, so we have different countries. Mm -hmm. So in, in Germany, we are really privileged because um, normally registration means reimbursement. Now that, that's somewhat unique, but even in the wealthy German uh, region, now I mentioned already for the Cartesians, we have to individually ask for. It's even more challenging for other countries where formally it's been uh, registered but not reimbursed. And I mentioned the cost, this is impossible to take care of by the individual. Of course. And, and therefore, um, uh, I think it, it's also in the interest of EU that we get a balanced mechanism uh, how to guide this uh, process. Uh, but as I said, there are different views, different angles on the subject, patient perspective, uh, health system, and uh, we don't know which one will be the most powerful within creating the system. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much, Martin. I think that was a very uh, interesting conversation and it will also be very interesting to see what the future brings. Thank you. Thank you.